Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. GMSW. Good morning, sweet world. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining me here on a Saturday morning. It's May 21st. Where did May go? I'm J.E. Skeets with the No Dunks crew, part of the Athletic Network. Shout out to the stream teamers joining me here early on a Saturday. Really appreciate you guys. Hit the like button. Subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. And hello to our podcast listeners as well. A little weekend shift from your boy Skeetsy to... Talk about game two of the Western Conference Finals, which, hey, was entertaining. We did it. Way to go, Conference Finals. Not bad. Not bad at all. We had a game in the second half. We had a game in the fourth quarter uh, with some timely buckets. We didn't have a buzzer beater or anything like that, but we can't be greedy right now after those three stinkers uh, in the Conference Finals before. We also called it, didn't we? Uh, on Thursday's late night drop podcast, um, we were talking about, you watch. We won't have a show, an immediate reaction podcast on Friday night, and we'll get our best game in the conference finals. And of course, that's exactly what happened. So we'll talk about it now. Drop your comments and cues, though, here in the stream team. I'll, uh, I'll possibly get to uh, a few of them in a little bit. But let's jump to the game. We'll talk a little all defensive teams as well. And then uh, maybe quickly look ahead to tonight's Heat-Celtics game. Um, a tale of two halves. Is that, is that what we're supposed to say? Is that what Trey says? I guess it really was. At least for Dallas when it came to shoot the three ball. The Mavericks on fire at the start of this game. Everybody. Everybody splashing threes. Uh, which was, of course, different from game one where they couldn't really hit an open three. And everybody's like, well, it's a make-or-miss league. Those are good shots. Gotta let them fly. Gotta knock them down. And they did. Dallas up 72-58 at halftime. They appeared to be in control uh, of this game. And then it did sort of a complete 180 in the second half. And the Warriors, as they do in playoff games under Steve Kerr, uh, came back from a pretty big deficit. Down 19 And I saw it's the 12th time the Warriors have come back from a deficit of 15 or larger in a playoff game to win since Kerr took over as head coach. That's a lot of games. Um, And it's nice to to get back to first half leads are fake. You know, I like that too. Because they hadn't been in the conference finals for the most part. Or at least, you know, you take a big lead in the third quarter and it's over. Uh, But this one, the Warriors come back. And I think the way they did it is really telling here. Because... If you were to talk to somebody about this game that hadn't watched it, and you're like, oh, wow, did you hear, you know, the Warriors came back from 19 down uh, in the second half and, and won pretty comfortably, I think that person would be like, oh, damn. Curry must have hit, like, 10 threes, or, you know, Clay caught fire, did his, like, game six Clay thing, you know, maybe pool, whatever. You know, just a bunch of three-pointers 
to sort of balance it out with what Dallas was doing in the first half. And that wasn't the case. The anatomy of the comeback wasn't really about three-pointers at all. It was about Looney, who was a monster in the third quarter. 11 points just in the third quarter, 5-6 shooting, bunch of rebounds. He finished with a career-high 21 and, uh, and then 12 boards. What a game from him. What a little run Looney is on. So he was doing work inside. So many little dump-off passes inside to him or again on the rebound. Jordan Poole attacking, attacking, attacking. Uh, and he eventually finished with 23 off the bench. It was just the Warriors consistently getting to the paint and getting shots at the rim. They attempted 16 shots at the rim, converted 14 of them. That's per cleaning the glass. That's a tidy 87.5%. And then on the other side, I'm not sure the Mavs converted a single shot at the rim. You know, they got some paint points, but uh, not a lot right at the rim. And that was really game three here. Super hot start from Dallas and Luka and Brunson in terms of shooting the three ball. And I'll get to what they went away from in the second half offensively, but they lost this game because of defense and they just couldn't stay in front of any of these Warriors guys attacking, attacking, attacking and getting easier baskets is what it came down to. Um, Because again, Curry, he has really wisely just been aggressive at getting into the paint. And, you know, he's the greatest shooter of all time, but he is still getting in there and putting pressure on the lack of Dallas bigs and uh, the lack really of defensive help at times. Because they, even if it would come, and it did, uh, on whatever Warriors guard would get into the paint, and then it was just like Looney finding the right space and some beautiful passes from Curry and Poole uh, that I can remember. We had Clay Thompson dunking twice for crying out loud, putting the ball on the ground and getting to the rim. So just like, great job there, of course, from, from the Warriors. Um, and, you know, exploiting what we always knew was one of Dallas's weaknesses, you know, an interior defensive presence but what's wild to me is like they've played Gobert and they've played Aiton the Mavericks have here in the playoffs and now it's Looney having like truly the most success uh against this team um so far and uh you know you saw Kerr Kerr realized how important Looney was he was like hugging Looney at one point like thank you thank you for what you're doing uh out there and he was uh he was a monster and got a little bit of a, a podium game there But then the Mavericks, uh, on the other end of the floor, again, after a very hot first uh, half, they tied uh, the record for third most three-pointers in a playoff loss in NBA history with 21. I think only the Rockets, on a couple occasions, have hit more threes in a playoff loss. But Jason Kidd summed it up perfectly about the second half, especially the third quarter. When you go two for 13 and you rely on the three, you can die by the three. And that is exactly what happened. Um... He also added, when you when we play defense, it's a very astute point here. When we play defense, kid said, we play offense. And when we play no defense, we can't score. Excuse me, I screwed that up a little bit. We play defense when we play offense, and we play no defense when we can't score. Is that not the definition of uh, pickup runs you guys have been in before? You know, you get uh, with a bunch of random guys, or maybe even people you play with like weekly. There are some people out there they don't play a lick of defense unless the ball is going through the hoop. It's true. I know many guys that I play pick up hoops or that are like that. When they're when thing, when we're scoring, the ball's moving, and shots are falling. Uh, the defensive intensity for your team is uh, is is cranked up a little bit. But when uh, when that's not happening offensively, eh, 
little lazier on defense. Um, and and I and so Kid knows that with this team, and that's really what happened there uh, in the uh, third quarter and even into the second half. That's the funny part about this game. It was like as soon as the Warriors got it to within five points, the game was over. Did anybody else feel that way? Maybe it was because like Reggie was talking like that on the broadcast. There was a part where they were down 81-76. Down. The Warriors were still down. They had made a great run, as they do in third quarters. But Reggie was talking about like Curry looking for the uh, you know the killing shot, <laughs> which was like sort of true, but also he hits a three, let's say, and they're still down. It just was really funny, like the mentality I think from both squads after uh, Golden State had got back into it, and then eventually took the lead early in the fourth quarter. I think it was off uh, Otto Porter Jr. splash in a corner three. Um, but yeah, in the third quarter, the Mavs. Uh, only attempted four three th- four free throw attempts, and they were in the bonus, if I remember correctly, like pretty early in that quarter. So pressure if they if they had attacked more and put a little more pressure, I think, on the officials to make a call, uh, maybe could have stopped the bleeding a little bit more. But holy, the Warriors just living in the paint. So the Mavs fifteen to twenty seven from three point range in the first half 15 threes uh, looked like they were going to maybe like set the record right for most threes in a playoff game is that still uh is that still cleveland that has that at 25 let me know in the stream team um but then yeah going uh going a little cold there in the second and th- i think it was of course part of the warriors going a little zone switching things up playing harder defensively um so that like you know not as many open shots uh, for Dallas. But the other part was Dallas, they seemed to go away with what was working in the first half, which was like just a lot of ball movement, a lot more penetration. And they seemed to start seeking out like just these uh, these matchups they wanted. You know, be it Luka getting Curry or Luka getting Looney. Which, by the way, stop doing that. Looney plays him extremely well. Uh, for For a big guy out there, a lumbering big guy, as I've talked about. He doesn't go for pump fakes. He actually tries to stay pretty low for a big guy. So, like, they need to get away from that. But I don't know why Dallas... Uh, they, I, maybe it was because they're, you know... I, I don't know what the reason was. But it seemed to, like, get a little too, like, let's target so-and-so. And it was like, no, you guys were playing... You guys were playing Warriors ball in the first half. It was just more free and loose. Um, and I thought they... Uh, I don't know. Is that a part of, like, well, we're up big. <laughs> we you know, trying to kill clock already. And they, and they, they drain a lot of shot clock. That's sort of the Mavericks type of thing, especially with Luca, but uh, it, it didn't work. I also have seen, you know, Luca Brunson, 71 points, 12 assists combined. Wow. From your backcourt. Incredible. But then I'm like seeing, you know, you know, reading about this game this morning, something along the lines of like, but they didn't get much help from the rest of the roster. I'm going to push back on that a little bit. Bullock splashed six threes for 21 points. Okay, that's incredible. That's amazing from a third guy. And Dorian Finney-Smith had 10, and he hit three threes. He had like 10 and 8. You know, I'm not great at math. But that's over 100 points from four guys right there. So, while yes, it would be nice to get anything more from Dinwiddie, who had four points in 22 minutes, and uh, he, he killed a parlay for me. I had the over on him. I think it was like 12 and a half, 13 and a half. And yeah, you'd like to get more from your centers, like especially Kleba who only had three points in 33 minutes. Uh, it wasn't It wasn't because there wasn't like a third guy stepping up on Dallas. Bullock was 
Finney was fine. It just because they couldn't play defense. That was it. They they couldn't get stops. <laughs> uh, and even when, like when they got down and were scoring, they just could not get stops. And you know, they scored 117 points. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> As I lose my voice here. <clears throat> they scored 117. That's you know that's got to be enough to get it done here. They just. Uh, they could not get enough stops, string together enough stops in the second half. So that's what they're going to have to work on. It ha- and they're a good defensive team. The Warriors obviously are elite um, and are you know got that championship pedigree and, and look locked in here at times uh, during games. But if Dallas is going to make this a series, and I have faith they're going to win. <laughs> I guess I have faith they'll win one of these games back in Dallas. I doubt too because the Warriors always win a road game in a playoff series. So we'll see if it's three or four. Um I would continue to bet on that than taking one. Um, they're going to have to do it with defense. Somebody in the stream team brought up a great point. It already flew by me here, but uh, it was the best thing that happened to the Warriors last night was Draymond Green getting in foul trouble. I almost had a tweet ready to go in the first half, and I didn't tweet it because I was like, well, they're down 19, so it's still sort of technically a blowout. But I was ready to tweet, well, I was going to say, shout out to Draymond Clay. And then Damian Lee for giving us a close game tonight. Now, again, I didn't tweet it because Dallas is up like 18, 20 points. So it's like, you know, everybody put it in like, you idiot. What are you talking about? We got another blowout. But I could sense, especially the way Lee, who had a rough couple of minutes, and then see you later. Great call by Kerr just to go to Moody uh, there in the second half. Um, And then Draymond Green, who was garbage in this game. He was absolutely brutal. And how he didn't get tossed, I'm not sure. I know that was a, a popular conversation on Twitter last night. He is allowed to bark and scream and, you know, make grand gestures at, at, at referees more than 99% of the guys in the league. It's, it's really almost amazing. Um, but anyway, he did a great job of letting them, uh, letting us have a game here, a close game, because uh, he was horrible green. You know, Lee, fine. Bye. He, I mean, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot more of him. It's like, Kerr has done this with Kaminga. You now he tried Lee, who was bad. He was really bad. And he had the whole Bertons, like, double tech crap there. That was funny. And uh, But mainly, I focused on green. It's just, uh, he was so, so, I mean, uh, what did, I'm going to look at his box score now. He played 28 minutes. He had the sixth foul. He fouled out. He had four turnovers. It felt like more. And uh, I guess he hit one three, but, you know, he's a minus 19 in this game, uh, which is, uh, and he's, you know, only scoring six. That's sort of Draymond's thing, but I thought he was terrible. He has not been all that great in a lot of postseason games when you really think about it, too. I know he had a couple in the Grizzlies series, but to maybe win the championship, and Draymond's going to have to play a little bit better, I think, in some of these games. But holy, he was just non-stop with the complaining and uh again i i i can't believe he didn't get tossed because he had already had the one tech all i mean there was there was like am i exaggerating it was like three or four or five instances incidents after the first tech where it's like how he could easily get another tech here for complaining and uh i don't even think anybody would be like oh come on refs like it's the playoffs we're not here to see you we're here to see the stars why do you got to throw them it was almost like everybody was like, wow, the, the, they're really swallowing that second tech whistle. They are putting up with a lot of shit because that's got to be annoying. Um, so anyway, he stayed in the game, eventually fouled out. But uh, yeah, 
Way to go, Draymond. Way to at least like and Clay. Clay had a brutal first half again, too. He was he was really bad in game one first half, and then he got to go in the second half. I think the same thing happened here in the, in, in the second half for him. Uh, he was much better because him and Draymond and then Lee, though, in those minutes, uh, Lee only played five minutes. So it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like he was a huge reason they were down big at the half, but uh, it, they were, it was not a good stretch from him going 0 for 2. And uh, I guess he had a turnover, and then he had the double tech stuff there with Bertans. What did everybody think about that, by the way? Um, I, I, I really, the worst part about that was them reviewing it because then we were just hearing Van Gundy and Reggie go on and on and on about it. Um, oh my God, it was so annoying. I wish there was like an option. No, <laughs> I know there's an option on my remote to mute the volume, but I wish there was like a, like a, a video review option that clicked, like popped up on your screen that allowed you to like, I don't know, just listen to the in-game audio or something uh, with one click of the button. So you don't have to hear uh, the broadcasters talk about video reviews. The only thing worse than watching video reviews when you don't need to be watching them is hearing the broadcast team talk about them because they just keep seeing it over and over and over again. And they're, you know, arguing about, oh, is that on Bertons? Did he trip him? Oh, is that actually on Lee? Because he's just trying to get up and he's all pissed off and like he just got a three rocked in his face. Um, yeah, a little crowd, crowd noise only option still with the says. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, you're right. I should just, I should just mute it. But I would like, you know, I still want to, the vibe of the game. I just don't want to hear them talk about this damn thing uh, that we're seeing over and over again when we don't even need to be seeing it. It was nothing. Obviously, I mean, and one of the most hilarious two people to be in a fake NBA fight. I mean, Lee and Bertons. Um, amazing. Amazing. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms and restrictions apply. So that's what I have on this game. Uh, let me know if there's uh, anything I'm missing uh, in the stream team. I'll take a, a quick, quick final look here at the box score. And, you know, we had some uh, Frankie Smokes minutes there. He, uh, <laughs> he was bad, too, for the, for the Mavs. Uh, you know, you can just forget about him offensively. He's obviously out there for defense. But the Warriors are like, don't worry about that guy. Uh, Green, I guess, got some burn, too. That was equally nothing, really. Uh, and then, yeah, Dinwiddie had a... They needed. They did need Dinwiddie's game one maybe a little bit in this, especially uh, in a second half to uh, to sort of uh, stem the tide a little bit, keep them in it, and that didn't happen. So 
Um, some good stuff there from from Luca. The Fluca game. Everybody was having fun with that. He finished with forty two and eight. Jesus. He'll probably do that again in Dallas. It's just, uh, you know, is Brunson good for another 30? He was attacking, attacking. He hit five threes. But the offense was fine. It, it really was. They, okay, they went away from things in the second half, but the, the, 117 points is a lot. You know, three quarters where you're scoring over 30, that that's good. Just one garbage 13 there in the third. But uh, they'll get one in Dallas. I'm confident about that. I hope it is uh, Sunday's game. Just to, you know, then then you're like, ooh, that game four, that's something there. What's the line? Somebody hit me with the line on game on Sunday's game because uh, I got to be honest. I got to be honest. This series smells douchebag sweep to me. Smelling douchey. What's the douchebag sweep for uh, any of you new to the show? That's when uh, the one team wins the first three games and then... They, sorry, not douchebag sweep. Sorry, I've got it backwards. Gentleman sweep. The, the Warriors would be gentlemen here. That's what I mean. Um, you win the first three, and then you uh, give the team, uh, as because you're a gentleman, you give them the fourth game, and then you go five. It's too early here. I don't have enough coffee in me. I'm confusing my douchebags with my gentlemen. Mavericks by two and a half, people are saying in the stream team. Ooh. Yeah, even even Vegas. Even Vegas feels uh, like there could be a gentleman in the air, I think, with that line. Okay. Uh, but I hope Dallas. I mean, I don't really care. I want long series here. I want competitive series. Uh, so we'll see if Dallas uh, can get one here on Sunday. Let's talk a little bit about the all-defensive teams. And I'll actually throw them up here for you guys. Look at, look at me doing my uh, my weekend homework. I have them somewhere here. I even got the uh, the sexy graphics with all the photos. You know, do you guys like do you like to see the photos of the players on the all defensive teams, or do you like just to read the names? Anyway, here's the uh, here's the first team for everybody uh, joining us on YouTube, and I will read it for everybody listening to the podcast. We have uh, as the guards, we have Smart, and then Bridges. Uh, yeah, I guess he's a guard. <laughs> he plays like ninety percent of his minutes. At small forward, but then again, he guards guards. So who really cares? Smart and Bridges, Giannis, Jaron Jackson Jr., and then Gobert are the bigs. So I could just read that left to right. Bridges, Smart, Giannis, Gobert, and Jaron Jackson Jr. Okay, that's the first team. Second team, um, I'll give you the guards here just for the listeners first. It's Drew Holiday. That's a no-brainer. And Matisse Thybul. I think that was an interesting one. I know he's great, but uh, did he have an amazing, amazing year? I'm not sure. Maybe a little reputation there from uh, last year a little bit. I think there were some other guys that could have got that slot. But Drew and Thybul. And then we got Draymond Green. And then two, really, centers in Bam Adebayo and Time Lord Robert Williams. So those are the 10 guys named to the all-defensive team. I do love that TNT drops this one. Like this announcement here on the Friday night. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, I know Twitter gets upset over everything, so they're going to have opinions. But overall, people don't give a shit about defense or all defensive teams. Like definitely the casuals don't. So it's like, you drop it on Friday night, it's like, well, who cares? We don't need, uh, we don't need 20 minutes on, um, 
get up the next morning or whatever show on ESPN uh, breaking down these and the snubs and stuff like that. Hell, even for no dunks, you know, generally not doing shows on the weekend. They just buried the, they just put the all defensive teams on a Friday night because they're like, eh, Twitter will be popping off for 20 minutes and then everybody will move on. So, but I'll weigh in on it. I'm not all that angry. Um, more notes than anything. I already said the Bridges thing. You know, again, not a guard. I, I, I can't... Here's the thing why it really is frustrating with the all-NBA teams when you're supposed to, like, follow the guards and the forwards or the biggest... You know, all that. It's like, that should all be gone. We've all agreed on that, but it's still there. But what makes it extra confusing is, like, some of these other teams, it's like, what are the rules for these ones? The all-rookie teams. Are we following positions or not? I guess not. We're not. All defensive team. I'm not even sure. Can someone even explain to me whether they really are supposed to be following it? I don't think so. Uh, so it's uh, it's like, why are we then not even doing... We're, we're not doing it for most of these teams, but we are doing it for the what? Ah, man. Holy crap. Either do it for all of them or just get rid of it. It's like, what are we waiting for? So, yeah, the real surprise to me... Um, is probably Diable, you know, holding on to that spot. Because I have that right. Uh, uh, right? Like, correct me on the stream team. Thibault was announced, he was all NBA, uh, sorry, all defensive second team last year. Is that is that correct? Because he, and it was like in very limited minutes, um, if I remember correctly. And I feel like that's just like, and this happens with this these type of teams. It was, you know, Oh yeah, that guy was that guy's a good defender. He was on the team last year. Well, I guess he's just there again. Eh, that that's people can get lazy with these. So I don't think I'd have Thibel there. I think you would have you'd you'd be making a a bigger case for Herbert Jones as a rookie, though I know that's tough to do for rooks to crack into these teams. Um and I think DeJounte Murray, I'm actually more surprised than anything Murray didn't get a little bit more love because a lot of voters, when they do this, they can get lazy and they go, who leads the league in steals? Oh, him? Okay, he's a good defender. Let's put him on. And I'm not saying that's the right way to do it, but th- that's how a lot of the times it's done. And so for Murray not to get selected because he leads the league in steals, and he is a good defensive player. I think he maybe took a little bit of a step back than the year prior, but man, he is active. So um, those were my like biggest surprises. Like. Every member of the Celtics starting five, I guess, received a first-team all-defense in Smart, Brown, Tatum, Horford, and Robert Williams. Has anybody done the deep dive on whether that was one voter? Did, did somebody out there have the balls and just said, you know what, I'm just giving the entire all-defensive first team to the Celtics? Oh, my God. Wow. If that happened, crazy. Um, a little wild, but crazy. I'm not sure if that's true, though. Uh, here's the, the voting breakdown, by the way. Showing it to everybody here in the stream team on YouTube. Um, so I guess Smart, somebody left Smart off their team. <laughs> All right. And uh, oh, these are so funny. And then you see it. I mean, it was pretty close there. Well, very close between Jaron Jackson Jr. and Bam getting the the final spot on the first team. And uh, yeah, Thibel getting a lot, of, a lot of second team votes, which again... There are, there are, like, a lot of great defenders in this league. I mean, Herb is, like, what's Herb, too? Is he a forward or a guard? You know, it's one of those weird things. I think the Raptors have a lot of great defensive players uh, in, you know, Van Vliet and, um, you know, OG and stuff like that. 
I know they got votes too. There's a lot of other names I'm not showing you here that got votes, just not enough. Uh, Draymond like making it despite you know missing a good chunk of time. Um, so that's like again, everybody's like, well, when he plays, we know how good he is. So okay, give him a second team uh, nod there. But yeah, I'm not gonna get. Uh, I'm not gonna turn into temper boy at this by any means. Who uh, who were the big snubs to you guys though? Let me know um, in the in the stream team here. People are saying that maybe somebody did uh, give all five Celtics. Is this true? Oh, maybe you guys are joking about Scalabrini, Bill Simmons, Bobby O'Sully, says, says Mike with the votes. That's probably you, Zakarian. You get a vote. If you get a vote before me on these, I'll tell you, something's wrong. Shout out to Mike, though. Go check out uh, his uh, Top Shot streams. Big fan of those. Love firing those up when I'm on my way into the Classic Factory. What time do you go live, Mike? Nine o'clock with Team Hold there. Um... No, you can't ask for Temper Boy, Timosh. Temper Boy just happens. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts on the all-defensive team. Not a whole lot there. And then looking ahead to tonight, game three, Celtics Heat. Very excited. I saw someone right before I jumped on here that said there are a lot of like questionable guys for the Heat tonight suddenly. There's Tucker... Of course, but then is Struess and Vincent also questionable? Lowry is out. Wow, where, where did those two come from? Um, it is a little surprising to me. If that if that is true, I, I saw people discussing it before we went live here. So we will see uh, about that. This is a huge game. I like the Celtics to win tonight um, at home. There, they got such an awesome home crowd. All those Bobby O'Sullys in the crowd there, uh, going nuts for their team. And getting that game too. So hopefully we get a close game in this series though. That would that would be really, really nice. So that's tonight. I think it's 8.30. I don't know what we'll do um, about immediate reacts tonight. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe, maybe a good game we go live uh, late on a Saturday night. If not, maybe a Sunday morning uh, weekend shift reaction like we're doing here. Oh, I wanted to say sort of an uh, apology to uh, our YouTube watchers about like the last two shows, both the late night drop and then our survivor podcast, no buffs, something was going on with YouTube where we went live again, late night on Thursday with the drop and we had everybody on here and, uh, you know, Lee was tired, but we had some larfs and we had a cat all over the place. Wilbur stealing the show with Trey. Make sure you check out our Twitter account of, I think graphic Mark ripped it of, there's a moment where Trey and Wilbur, his cat, literally like turn to each other and nod at each other. Must have been a great point somebody made uh, on, on the show. It's so funny. And it looks like Wilbur's sitting in front of the mic too. Like he's the one talking. It's, it's amazing. Check that out uh, at No Dunk Sink. I know I tweeted it at J.E. Skeets. Um, oh yeah, what was the whole point of this? Oh, so we do the live show. I mean, people were joining us. We were doing numbers. And then soon after the show ended... You know, it's still late. I'm, I'm doing the write-up. JD's getting ready to, like, drop the podcast and all that. It suddenly just, like, went private, the video, and we couldn't unlock it. So I think YouTube had a bug or something. And it was obviously a pain in the ass because no one could watch the show. Then the same thing happened with our No Buffs episode. So what we did with both of those was we just, like, re-uploaded the entire show and then deleted the live version. It's the exact same show. Um, it's just not... Uh, sh- it doesn't show 
as live. Uh, so it's a, a little strange. But anyway, apologies for all of that. It wasn't our doing. Still don't know really what happened. Uh, and hopefully it doesn't happen here because that would be a real freaking pain in the ass. So yeah, um, that's it, guys. Let's call it there. That was a good 30 minutes or so with you here on a Saturday morning. I'm going to go watch my uh, godson play a little football. Throw some touchdowns. A little play action. My buddy Grish is the coach, so that'll be hilarious. I haven't seen them yet play this season. I saw them play last year, or last season, I guess. Um, but I'm excited to see them. Because now, my godson, he was playing like... It was his first year playing football. This is flag football, by the way. And uh, he was playing with much older kids. So he was, And he had never played really football. He's like a great athlete, but he never played football. So he's like... Uh, he's sort of like... I don't know. He didn't really know what was going on half the time. But now he's one of like the older kids, or is the, he's the right age. So he's playing with the kids his age. Apparently he's kicking ass. So I'm going to go see some TDs today uh, pretty soon here, actually. Got to go walk the dog, too. So we'll call it there. Uh, thank you so much, guys, uh, for joining me live here uh, in the stream team. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the podcast. Leave your boys five-star ratings and reviews. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Go to nodunks.com to get your No Dunks merch. Those No Dunks um, Grizzlies-inspired jerseys and Nuggets-inspired jerseys are coming really, really soon. I think, fingers crossed, maybe the start of the week. Uh, there's only going to be 100 of each, so they're going to go quickly, at least our last uh jersey did the Cavs one we did that went real fast so we'll let you know as soon as those are uh, ready to go uh for sale and you guys can uh i think you're gonna really like them i have some they look awesome they look so amazing breaking tea knock these out of the park um so yeah keep an eye on those but go to nodunks.com for all your no dunks gear okay guys we'll either see you later tonight might see you tomorrow morning hell you never know maybe i'll have one too many pops and you'll just see us on Monday. Back from the Classic Factory. It's a, it's a, you have to subscribe. You have to hit that little notification button so you know when we're going live. Because uh, as you saw here, I was like, all right, let's go. 8.45. Everybody have a great weekend. Uh, long weekend in Canada. So go enjoy that. Hopefully the weather's nice for everybody. And we will see you guys when we see you. Until then, embrace the day, people. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.